Hello everybody, welcome to the Hillfields Church podcast. So on the 24th of September 2022, we had our first men's conference. And in that conference, we had three seminars. The one you're about to listen to is from Joe Aiken called At the Heart of a Song. A time to reflect on the way that songs and music become part of restoration and brings us into a closer relationship with God. So check it out. Now, I know this is a bit weird because there's like only a few of us, but I need to talk into this apparently because it's going to be recorded. Although I don't actually know if it's currently being recorded. Hopefully not. I probably should wait for him to come, come back before, uh, before we actually start. That's not on as well, is it? I've not got like extra, I'm not like, being filmed as well. It's like extra pressure. <laughs> yeah, don't tell me. Extra commission? Nah, you must be a businessman. <laughs> Is it is it all, is it ready to go? Should I start? Oh, that's good. So it's great that you're all here. That you all decided to you didn't want to go to the sexual temptation one. So actually, my talk is all about sexual temptation. <laughs> no, it's okay. You've you've dodged you've dodged that one well. So, um, but yeah. Um, we're going to do we're going to do a few things. I mean, most of it's going to be about talking about various songs that have been written that I've written, um, just talking about the journey of that and how that how that kind of goes and the things in life that that inspire songwriting really. Um, so hopefully you'll find this kind of interesting. Um, but what we're also going to do, some way at some part point, is I'm going to try and write a song live in front of you all, based on some things that you guys have come up with. Okay, so I've got, I've got a bit of paper here and a pen. So as I'm talking and all that kind of stuff, what I want you to do is just write down, I don't know, phrases or words or Bible verses or anything that you think that God's got, you know, been put on your heart maybe this morning or anything like that. Anything that you feel God wants to say today. And then at the end, towards the end, hopefully we'll, I'll have a go at trying to turn it into something. <laughs> <laughs> I've only ever done this once before, and it went okay. So, so if I hand that around, so if you pass it around to everyone during the whole thing, um, you know, you can hold on to it for a little bit of time if you want to. You can pass it on without writing anything. It really doesn't matter. Um, it's 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 just if something, if there's like a phrase or a word or or anything like that that comes to you, uh, even maybe once someone's written on it, there might be something you think, oh, you know, that's inspired me to to think something. Um, and I said, I'll try and write a song, which will be interesting. <laughs> so, a um, bit about me. I'm, well, hopefully you know my name. I'm Joe, so nice to meet you all. I'll, I'll, we won't go around and do names, but uh, um, I'm from Norfolk. Does anyone know where Norfolk is? Oh, yes, oh, I know, you know where Norfolk is. Yeah, you know where Dis is, don't you? This is where I'm from. I'm from Dis, which sounds like an amazing place. <laughs> so this is kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's uh, surrounded by fields, and there there isn't there's not even many dual carriageways around. You know, you have to drive about half an hour to find a motorway. So it's that kind of feel to it, really. It's a bit uh, in the middle of nowhere. I'm married. I've got and with three children. So uh, so that's uh, seven seven nine and eleven. That's not their names. That's their ages. <laughs> That'd be a bit weird. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, 
oldest one is daughter, his daughter, she has just started high school, which um, is very scary. <laughs> For those of you who've already been there and done that, you're like, yeah, you, what you've got coming next is even worse than that. <laughs> um, I am the church treasurer at our church, so, so that's, a, that's an exciting thing. The interesting thing is my maths is terrible. Um, but we praise God and we thank him for the invention of the Excel spreadsheet, which, which saves, saves my life and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm a worship leader, so playing, playing the band every Sunday at church. Um, I also work in South Yorkshire. Okay, so I live in Norfolk, I work in South Yorkshire, and I'm here in Bristol today, so it's, yeah, it's a bit mad. So a lot of my life is spent traveling to South Yorkshire. I stay over for a couple of nights and then I travel back home again. Um, and then I work from home and then I'm at, at home uh, at the weekend, which is usually filled with children's, doing stuff for the children and church on a Sunday, which could be like two services and stuff like that. And, and I was just talking about it earlier because this week, so I was at work Tuesday, Wednesday, traveled back Wednesday night and then I travelled here on Friday, and I'm travelling back Monday, and then I'm off to South Yorkshire on Tuesday. So, uh, a bit mad. <laughs> and I feel a bit mad quite a lot of the time because of all this, which we'll, we'll, talk, about, we'll talk about later. So, um, why do we sing songs? Why do we, or why do I write songs? Um, how does it all start? How does a new song begin. I don't know, any of you songwriters? I think have you, you've written a few songs, got a songwriter here. Yeah, so everyone will have slightly different ways that a song begins. So I'm going to share with you about mine because, yeah, I can't speak for other people. <laughs> so what, what will happen for me is that it will start with something to say. It's as simple as that, that there's something to say. So it could be something that God is like challenging me with, um, it could be something that, something that's happened that I just, you know, I just want to celebrate or I want to, you know, praise. I want to just, just pour out worship to him or, or I'm just spending a bit of time like wondering at who God is and stuff like that. And a lot of the time things will happen. I'll just hear something, like hear something on the radio, see something in a book somewhere or, or something like that. Or when I'm praying, this, this word or a phrase will come to me. So most of my songs start with the words and the phrases, which is hopefully what you guys are <laughs> writing down there. So this is kind of this is how it would kind of work for me: is that normally get a phrase and then start. But basically, what it what it means is that everything that's everything that goes into the songs that I write are all about the journey that I'm on at that moment in time. So. Everyone's going to face different things, different situations, different challenges. Sometimes it's something that no one else will face. But more often than not, there's somebody else out there who's either going through exactly the same thing there or then. And what you find is, what I find is, I write a song and I might share it with somebody and they're like, wow, that's, that's what I've been struggling with or that's what I want to say or something like that. So, you know, there's always a good chance there's someone else out there facing it as well. So because all the songs that I write are from things that are going on around me or what's going on in my life, they basically become like, if you had a journal, I don't know if any of you guys have journals or, or write down your thoughts or anything like that, 
but the songs are basically my life story. So if you if you're ever really bored one day and you're on Spotify, you can listen to like the my stuff from like 2012 all the way through to now. And through in, in through all of that is different elements of what God was saying at different times. Like in the early days, it was all quite um, quite raw, I suppose. You know, it was all kind of you know it was just what was happening at that moment and sort of in the middle somewhere it, it went more into the outreach you know we wanted to get out on the streets we wanted because that was just what god was doing at that time so all the songs started to have that feel as well um so things change as, as life changes spotify joe, joe aiken music that's the first time that that's ever happened in my life <laughs> <laughs> It's like normally just me and my mum that listen. <laughs> so yeah, you can hear you can hear the the early stuff. It's very raw. It's very um, it's very different to what kind of things I'm, I'm writing now because my life's moved on. God is saying different things. Different things are happening. So I'm gonna just we're just gonna we're gonna do one of the songs one of the songs now. It's quite a recent one really and. To be honest with you, it's something that I still don't know what the answer is to it. <laughs> but sometimes for me, writing a song is like, um, it's just a way to, when, when stuff feels like it's getting out of control, a song for me is a way of going, right, I'm going to put that and I'm going to, you know, it's almost like writing, writing a to-do list. It's still not, it's still not, you've still got stuff you need to do. But it actually allows you to kind of get your thoughts back in order again. Well, it does. That's what it does for me. So, you know, just recently, I was saying to you about the crazy life that I lead at the moment. So, you know, I've got work. I I work in a. It's quite a high-pressured environment. We. We we're looking to spend lots of money on things. So there's a lot of pressure on me to drive that forward. So I feel that pressure. Then there's all the travelling and stuff. Travelling is is hard work I don't know if any of you have traveled for uh, a long period of time over a long period of time everyone always goes oh how wonderful it is you get to go and travel and do all see all these things and like yeah I'm exhausted mate <laughs> um, then family life you know I'm away half of the week so when I get back uh, I think like what even like what Rich was talking about earlier that my wife wants to tell me all the stuff that's gone on and I'm busy like building up this other to-do list that, that I think she's given me when actually she just wants to talk about what's going on, you know? You know? <laughs> so, but then that becomes another thing that gets thrown in. And then there's the church, you know, I'm treasurer of the church. I lead worship almost every Sunday morning. Um, there's not many of us in the church, so we're under pressure to, to, to do all of that. Um, then there's friends, you know, I mean, I don't know if you're anything like me, but I am terrible with meeting up with my friends. I would just, that would be the last thing on my list of things to do is meet up with my friends. And that's obviously quite, that's bad. <laughs> because essentially I just become this person on my own with my own problems and my own thoughts. And all of that, just all this pressure builds up. And it, it fairly, I can't remember exactly when I wrote it, I think maybe even last month. Um, I wrote, this, this phrase came into my head about being a busy fool. And that's what I felt like. I just felt like I was, I was everywhere, and yet I wasn't actually really there. <laughs> I, was, I was at work, I wasn't really there. I was at home, I wasn't really there. 
um, yeah, it just really, really um, was a real struggle. And, it, and to be honest, it still is a struggle right now. But what, by writing the song, it helped me kind of go, well, actually, that is a thing. And it is a challenge. And I still don't know the answer to how I make all of that stuff work. But it's, it's taken a little bit of the pressure away from doing that. So I think we're going to, we're actually, I'm going to cheat. Unfortunately, I'm going to cheat a little bit. And we're going to watch a video of me singing it rather than, because I think my voice is going to, my voice is going to give out, unfortunately. So um, hopefully we've got this busy fool. So yeah, I mean, it starts off with this, you know, this kind of busy fool thing. And, you know, I was really thinking about that. And I was like, well, you know what? I just need to get back to the basics. And you're thinking, well, where was the, where's, like for humanity, where's the best place? Or where was, where was it basic? And it was in the Garden of Eden. You know, that's where it was, that's where it was the basic, just walking with God. No, no, no pressure, none of this, you know, work, travel, family, friends, you know, it just all that kind of building up. Um, so yeah, it just it just sort of flowed out from that point. But it was all it all came from the position of not really knowing what what was going on and what God wanted to do next. And and by kind of pouring it out into a song, it sort of became 
that it's almost, you know, like if you obviously pray about something, you're praying to God and you're giving it up to him. That's what, for me, that's what the song was. It was like, well, actually, you know, this is, this is you know, I need your help. <laughs> I need your help, God. I need you to, to work through this stuff. Because like in the chorus, where I want to be is in communion with God and with him being part of it. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, basically, it, 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 it took lots of confusion, and because, I mean, music does follow a structure, you know, there's a, there's a verse, there's verses and chorus, it was, a, it was a way of dealing with it, and in the bridge, you'll notice that it kind of changes, it becomes a slightly more happier kind of feel to it, that it's like, actually, you, you are the God who loves his children. <laughs> And that's, and that's who you are to me, you know. And I want that's where I want that's where I want to be. Um, and like I said, I'm, it's not that journey's not finished yet. I'm still, as we as we speak right now, still struggling to find the balance on all those things. Um, and again, I mean, it was just amazing this morning. Like, again, what Rich was saying about God being in everything, and quite often, like when I'm travelling, I forget. You know, I forget that God's actually there on the train, you know. Or I go up on the train sometimes or whatever, in the car with somebody. And I'm so focused on trying to do all the stuff and get it all done and be great at everything. <laughs> that I forget that, you know, God's actually, he, he's pretty good at most things, you know. There needs to be more of him. So that's the journey that I'm on, you know, I said. And that and it helped massively just to get me, to stop me going further down, deeper into a, into a, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't say depression, but you know that kind of feeling of like I just don't know where to go next. Thank you. <laughs> You're like my number one fan already. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, very good. No, it's yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. Um, so songs. Obviously, we have songs in church. We had songs this morning. Why, why do we have songs and all that kind of stuff? And I was thinking about this, and um, I think for me, what, they, they do a number of things, so there's a, there's a few points. But they help, first thing they do is they help embed God's word into your life. It says in uh, Colossians 3.16, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing each one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. So it's bringing, it's bringing that, the word of God, it's bringing that in, that teaching and everything into our lives. And you know what it's like. I mean, if you like singing songs or any songs, these things get stuck in your head. And then what happens then is you suddenly you'll be like you'll be walking down the street and suddenly you're like whistling this tune and you're like well what's what's that? And if it's a if it's a Christian song, it's bringing that word of God into your into your moment right there and then. So yeah, happens to me all the time. So. <laughs> the weirdest thing is when I'm whistling a, a tune and then I realise it's one of my own and I haven't actually realised <laughs> that that's that's weird. But songs songs also help fix our eyes on God and all things that are good. And they steer us away from evil and temptation. So I've got to turn the page here. 
So this is another, this is a reading from Ephesians 5, 18 to 19. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. You know, at the start it says, do not get drunk with wine. Now, what we could do is we could all probably insert something else there. You know, at the moments when we're, we're low and whatever, where do we turn? What's our first point of call in those moments, you know? Now, I will tell you that when I feel low, usually I have a glass of wine, and then that might turn into a bottle of wine. Or I might eat too much food or something like that, or I'll be snacking on stuff. You know, these are the things that, that actually happen. You know, these are the things that you're actually then struggling with. And what I'm not very good at is realizing that. <laughs> and realizing that what I'm actually doing is taking those things and I'm trying to block out what God wants to say at those mom- in those moments. It's like, again, I keep going back to what Rich was saying, but being stubborn. You know, I'm a stubborn, I'm very stubborn. <laughs> you know, um, it, it also doesn't help when your wife says to you, haven't you had a few too many glasses of wine? And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't help. But I know you're right, but that's why it doesn't help. Because <laughs> I'm stubborn. I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to let you win, you know. So, but whatever it is, you know, we'll all have stuff that, that we turn to maybe first before we turn to God. And this, again, this is something I, I haven't got right, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, about singing those psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And quite often when I'm in a low place, I won't even be able to pick up a guitar and actually sing my own song. I'll, I'll do it for a Sunday morning because I'm expected to lead. There's an expectation that I will do that. But it doesn't necessarily mean that everything that's going on, on the inside is right. So I was praying about this, this day beforehand. And uh, as I was praying, I was obviously thinking about all these things that, like what I've just been talking about. And this phrase, this phrase came up in my head. Be the first, be the last, and everything between. And, you know, I was just like, well, that, that, that sums up everything for me in my life. That I want, that's what I want God to be in my life. So I was like, well, I hope that there's other people there who might feel the same. That that's what they want God to be in their life. So I was like, well, if, you know, I'm a songwriter. If I can't write a song with that phrase, then, you know, might as well hang out with the guitar or something like that. So again, sorry, sorry. Well, actually, we sang it earlier, didn't we? So I have already sung it. So, but we're gonna we're gonna watch another video of it's uh, me and my wife uh, singing it in our front room. As you can see, I've got the Yorkshire uh, hat on there, just uh, just a nod to Yorkshire. But be the first, be the last, and everything between. Be my hope and my strength, my help in time. So 
basically um you know god amazes me all the time just stuff that happens you know so in in ephesians we're talking about in the passage in ephesians it speaks about addressing one another in song so songs bring us closer together don't they 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 give us sort of a shared experience you know if someone's whistling a tune, you go, oh, yeah, that's, that's that song from the such and such, Top of the Pops. <laughs> and some songs can become part of the identity within a group, you know. So, I mean, for example, one of the other ones we did this morning uh, is Where I'm Standing Now, which is a Phil Wickham song. And uh, as a church back home, 
we've been we almost do that song every Sunday at the moment because at the moment that song is is what people are really responding to you know so that becomes part of the identity of the church as well it also says in Ephesians 5 it says make the best use of the time because the days are evil as we sing praise and worship, we take a stand against evil. We become even more connected with the Christ as we declare it with our lips. It's basically like, I don't know those of you that have been baptised, but generally if you're baptised, you, there's a confession of faith. It is a confession of faith. And you share why you want to be baptised. Every time we are singing, we are almost reconfessing our faith over and over again. And every moment that we spend lifting up praises is a moment away from the stuff that the devil wants to bind us up with. You know, so it, it, it may seem like a really small thing, but what I, what I want to do is when I'm feeling low is not grab a bottle of wine or whatever it is that is your thing that, you, that helps you deal with stuff or eat too much fruit or whatever it is, but to sing those praises. And I think the more, the more that we as men become connected together, the more chance there is that we might turn to somebody and say, look, I'm struggling. Will you help me sing praises? You know, will you help me go on a different route to what I might want to do next? One of the things that I've seen um, in various situations is people quite often get drawn away, taken away from those praise and worship times when they're starting to fall away. Like if they were fully engaged normally, and then suddenly like, well, where's, you know, where's, where's Dave? Oh yeah, he's not, he's, not, he's not in the room at the moment. He's gone outside or something, or something's going on. And, and people get pulled out of those praise and worship times because the devil knows how important they are, where we're all together, we're all singing shoulder to shoulder. Now, if the devil knows that it's important, then we need to recognise how important it is for people to remain. Now, it's not easy, is it? People are going through stuff. You know, you can't just go, right, you have to stay in here. <laughs> because that's not going to help him either. But it's being able to recognise that when someone's struggling with something, that they might actually disappear out during the worship. And you're like, that's strange. They always disappear out during the worship, but then they might come back in for some other bits and whatever. It's just, it's just something that, that, to keep an eye on because that, that connection we have together as a group and our identity, the devil doesn't like that. He wants to split us apart and keep us all focusing on all sorts of different things. Singing is also some, sometimes something we need in the trial. You know, it facilitates breakthrough. It helps change your situation. Now, I was actually going to read, read from Acts 16 here, but I realised I haven't got myself a Bible, which is always a bad thing when you're... Uh... So, I don't know if someone can find uh, Acts 16, 25 to 26, and then 31 to 34. I could even read it out if you want. <laughs> don't, put, don't put you under pressure. You can pass it to me and I'll read it out. <laughs> 
temperatures. So the only one that I didn't actually put in here and print it out, I was like, I'll read it. I'll read it out of the Bible. It's always the best. So, Acts 16. Uh, so this is when Paul and Silas are in jail. I think you all know this. You know what's coming. <laughs> About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bonds were unfastened. Isn't that amazing? Everyone's bonds were unfastened. You know we were talking about the thing that the devil wants to bind us up with. Everyone's bonds were unfastened. Incredible. When the jailer woke and saw that the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself supposing that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried with a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. And the jailer called for, the, for light and rushed in, and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their wounds. And he was baptized at once, he and all his family. I don't want to know how they managed to fill the pool that quickly. Or, uh, assuming it was a river or, <laughs> or a, a sea nearby, I don't know. I, I, it's just because I was here yesterday and the pool was being filled up, so... Then he brought them up into his house and set food before them, and he rejoiced along with his entire household that he had believed in God. So what, for, for me, what happened there is absolutely incredible, obviously. They were singing hymns, and everything changed. Everyone's bonds were unfastened. And at the end, they rejoiced. And it doesn't say it, but in my head, they were singing songs at the end. So it started off with songs of, of praise and of wanting God to intervene in their situation. And it ended with songs of rejoicing, you know, that celebration. So it's just, it's just incredible what songs can actually do. So talking about what songs can actually do, we're going to try and write this song now. Ah, is that over there? Fantastic. So I hope no one's given me something complicated. So uh, I, w I probably won't be able to fit everything into a song. Uh, I also dropped my pen. So we've got uh, "Great Is the Lord." Uh, is that "Tell Out"? Yeah. "Tell Out," "Speak Out," "Joyful," "Joyful," "Sing," "Proclaim." Meditate on him, his great deeds, wonderful works, and goodness, I think, glorious splendor. Uh, healing of the nations. Don't hate the bloke below. I thought there was just going to be a drawing of a, the bloke below. But yeah. <laughs> or is it what the person below wrote? I don't know. Uh, shelter, safe place, men together united. 
Unless God builds the house, that they labor in vain that build it. Okay. So I think there was something at the top here that wonderful works, his great deeds and his wonderful works. That, that stood out for me. I don't know why. I'm going to switch over to this uh, microphone. I'm just going to start strumming some chords. <laughs> just, just, start, just start basically. So you've got something and then you're just going to start, just start playing something and then just start singing something and then things will just start to fall into place, you know. Tell speak how great is the Lord, his wonderful works. And then you, 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 you just need to get something that rhymes with Lord by the time you got to the end of that. So, uh, yeah. Tell out, speak out, great is the Lord, his wonderful works. And something. Something that rhymes with Lord. Sword. <laughs> uh, no, not sword. Adored. Or adored. Try that. I mean, I didn't say it was going to be any good, did I? Tell our speaker, great is the Lord, his wonderful name forever adored. I mean, we're, we're, I mean, we're, we're getting there already, aren't we? Really? So, and then I've probably got to repeat that all, you know. Yeah. Uh, the healing of nations, I like that. The healing of nations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there it is. I've got it. Uh, Tell speak out. Great is the Lord. His wonderful name forever. Together. Together, united, forever. In the something, there'll be something after that. It needs to finish it off. So, together, united, forever we'll stand in the power and presence of God. Yeah. Tell out, speak out, great is the Lord. His wonderful name forever adored. Together, united, forever we'll stand. trying to do any verses now we'll be here for hours <laughs> i hope so presumably that's been recorded because you know we're, we're gonna i'm gonna forget that like within 30 seconds you know so if you're writing a song if you are writing songs make sure you've got something to record it on there and then the amount of times that i've like oh man how does that what, what was that bit that was and then and then the other thing that works well for me is that i then start singing the song around the house or in the house and then my wife will suddenly start singing another song that it sounds like, and I'll go, oh. <laughs> I've done it again. <laughs> I'm sure I've copied that from somewhere, you know. But yeah, there, there you go. Uh, so I mean, yeah. Most, most of them, I'll go back to the mic. The, the majority of song, songwriting, to be honest, is just being brave, and it's just starting to strum something, and it's just starting to sing something, and then you can... Once you've got that kind of shape to it, you know you can kind of get the feel of how it's going to be. And then what I usually do is once I've written a version of it, um, 
I'll then leave it for a few days and then come back to it again and be like, yeah, is this still fresh? Is this still working? Or do I need to tweak it and change it? Um, Busy Fall, for example, which you saw, the chorus in that, I'd actually thought I'd finished it. And then I was playing it through again. I was like, mm, yeah, actually, it feels a bit kind of boring. <laughs> so I went through and I changed some of the melody to, to make it a little bit more interesting. But yeah, hopefully that was, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was scary for me. <laughs> Normally I don't write in front of so many people. <laughs> oh, man. So, in, in my house, we have Christian music on a lot, um, as you can probably guess. Um, but sometimes, you know, songs, they influence us, you know, in all sorts of different ways, don't they? Different moods and things like that. Um, there's a friend of mine who, he was telling me this telling me a story that, that he, he used to listen to a lot of heavy metal music and he actually found that it was any sort of anger and stuff inside him was just being amplified by this music so the more that he listened to it and, and filled, him, filled his ears with it the, the more angry he became he actually, actually stopped listening to it at all I mean he loved the stuff but it wasn't, it wasn't doing good things in his life you know so we've got to be careful sometimes about what we listen to is, is it actually producing you know, good fruits of the Spirit in our lives. It says in Philippians 4, 8, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So we've got to do that in, in, in all things. You know, let's not make songs some sort of different part of our lives that is nothing to do with us. Because you'll be, like I said, you'll be whistling them when you're walking down the street. They're, they're part of everything that goes on in your life. So at the heart of a song, which is, which is what we're, the title of this seminar was, there's a journey. There's creation of a... That there's unity, there's a creation of, in this case, a brotherhood as we sing together. And there's a facilitation of breakthrough. As we saw there with Paul and Silas, they sang when they were in a difficult situation and it brought breakthrough. So maybe we're struggling this morning. Still the morning? No, afternoon. <laughs> Get it right. It's been a long day. <laughs> maybe we're struggling with this afternoon. Or today. Maybe we choose something else over God when times are tough. Maybe we just feel a bit lost with all the things that are going on. But we're here today. Now is the time to draw near to him. We have this time together right now. We've all chosen to be here. We have the time right now to draw near to God. So what we're going to do now is we're just going to, again, we're just going to show a couple of songs um, one of them is called Time to Confess, which again came from a, a time when I was just just struggling. <laughs> you know, and this song came out. And then we're going to finish with another one, which is called A New Thing, um, which is really uh, important in our church at the moment because we feel God is he's the same God, but he wants to do a new thing with us. Not, not something different from his perspective, but he wants us to be part of something new. 
So what I do encourage you to do is just just spend just listen to listen to the songs or just spend a bit of time just you know maybe hearing the words. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. You know if you're struggling, if you're struggling to choose the right things and make the right choices. You know this is time for God to to do His thing with you guys. I mean, I'm we can't I can't do anything to make anything different, but God can. You know, and that's what we want. So. And then once we've done those, we're, we're all finished. So, you know. <laughs> but yeah, don't waste this opportunity. It's, you know, I guess that's what I'm saying is, you know, there's an opportunity here and there'll be an opportunity after this to, to pray and um, and allow God to make changes in our lives. Cool. It's time to confess Search your heart Guard your words Take captive those thoughts It's time to confess Open your soul The broken and bruised Be healed to him. 